Hey Pulse Takers, and welcome to our Supplier Engagement Mini-Series. I'm your host, Kevin Miner, and in this seven-part mini-series, I interview suppliers live at the 2023 NASPO Exchange in Salt Lake City, Utah. We discuss forming relationships and how to make the contracting process smoother. Today, we're talking with Jennifer King, president of Discount Cell Inc. Give us a like and follow us wherever you get your podcast and enjoy the show. Jennifer King, and I am president of Discount Cell. We are a small woman-owned business that is on the um, NASPO ValuePoint wireless contract alongside the carriers. And um, my role is is that, uh, obviously, as president, I kind of do a bit of everything, but I do manage and um, look at all our contracts and, and work with state agencies on our contracts that we hold. You say you do a little bit of everything. Do you have a favorite thing that you like to do? Um, contracts actually is something that I really do like doing and working with state agencies. And I guess part of it is is that a, we, on the wireless contract, we provide solutions to public safety agencies a lot. And I really enjoy finding solutions that fit the public safety needs because I feel like that they provide safety to us out in the communities. Right. Yeah. Well, your contracts and state agencies, you're in the right place. Yeah. Um, so that's a, actually a great segue into my first question for you. I want to talk about relationships a little bit. How do you introduce yourself to a chief procurement officer? And, and how do you build and maintain those relationships with public procurement professionals? Well, Discount Cell is not a well-known name like maybe Dell or HP or something like that. And so part of it is is that I have to go in when I speak with them and and tell them a little bit how I what I do, what our company does and what we provide. Um, but I think part of that also is is that I when I go in to meet with a procurement official, I go in prepared like you do when you're trying to sell anything. And in sure. this case, I'm trying to sell my company and to get a contract in, this, in the state um, is knowing what we have that can be a benefit to their agencies. And I prepare in doing that and know how much they say use NASPO um, in the state of wherever I'm talking to. And then um, basically I introduce myself um, and what contract we hold, which is that, you know, NASPO value point wireless contract. And then I go on to explain the benefit of signing a contract with us. Um, We work very closely with the carriers that are on the contract, which are much bigger companies than we are. Um, And yet we provide a value add. And I think that's the biggest thing is, is trying to portray that value add and to the carriers and to the state agencies within that state. Um, And then as far as, you know, maintaining relationships, um, I try to keep in touch with the state procurement officers, contract reps that we work with on our contracts. Um, And at events like NASPO Exchange is a great place to do that. Even though we already have a contract with them, I like to sit down and say, hey, how do you feel like things are going with our contract? Can we do anything better? Um, And how can we better communicate with maybe some of the agencies that we're not doing a lot of business with so that they're aware of what we can provide through the state contract? And so I think it's important, you know, not only to just 
you know, get that contract in place, but to maintain that relationship with that state contract rep so that they know that they can come to me if there's ever any issues. You know, I, I want to have open communication. If there's concerns that are expressed to them about what is being done on our contract, I want them to be able to come to us and, and vice versa. Sounds like a very open door policy, right? And you, you I, I hear you mention um, your smaller or uh, less well-known. Do you find that there's advantages to that, though? Um, not really, because... You know, when I say, hey, we're discount sell, we're on the NASA value point wireless contract, they kind of go, okay, so what does that mean for Mm. me? They don't know what we do. You know, if you have a larger name and you say that name, you know, that company name, like I said, Dell or something like that, you know exactly what they do and what they provide. When, When we say discount sell, then people don't necessarily know what that that means. Now, we have developed, I think, a good relationship in the industry, in the IT industry. And um, I know that we have with the carriers, and so the carriers know who we are when we say our name, you know, and things like that. Um, So that is getting easier, but as far as an advantage going in with them not knowing our name, it's, it actually, it is hard. A little bit of a challenge. Mm -hmm, It is. I'm going to shift gears just a little bit here. Have you, what's your experience working with state legal departments, and have you ever successfully worked with government attorneys? Well, um, we're not like a large um, company where we have a large legal department that every contract has to go through. Uh, So for me, it's just understanding what the pieces of the contracts mean and going through that. And if I have questions, the thing I like about NASPO contracts or state contracts versus maybe something, a contract that you would do with another business or something is I feel like the states aren't trying to rip us as vendors off. They're right. not trying to take advantage of a, sure. of us in any way. It's they not just, their money. No, right? yeah. but they do want to make sure that we're not taking advantage of their agencies and they want to make mm-hmm. sure things are fair to their agencies. So I feel like I can go through the contract with confidence that there's nothing that's really going to try to rip me off or, or, be unfair to me. Um, I just need to make sure that I can fall within those guidelines and follow those guidelines. And so, um, so I have worked with legal, you know, agencies, you know, state agencies, but it hasn't really been a big deal because I feel like that, again, I can go in with that open mind that you mentioned earlier and understand that it's a mutual good relationship and it, the contract is for the benefit of us as well as their agencies to get what they need. And it, you know, and, it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that almost sounds like an advantage in and of itself of being a little bit smaller as you go in with that open mind. Um, it is much more of a personal touch. I'm not talking to some faceless, you know, team legal yes. team. So that's interesting. No, it's, it's good to hear the, the comparisons too. Yeah, so my partner happens to be an attorney who is also my husband. And oh, so, no. <laughs> so, but the truth of the matter is, is it's really funny because, you know, we'll have contract reps that say, oh, so you must, you know, say to my husband because he's the attorney, oh, you must handle the contracts. And he's like, no, she's the one that handles all of them. Interesting. And I do. I handle all the contracts. And part of it is because we've been doing this since 2012. I'm familiar of what I should be looking for and what I shouldn't be and that kind of thing. And if I need to pull an attorney in, I can do so, but again, 
I feel like. Muscle memory Yep. at this point. Yes. So I want to shift just a little bit more and talk about education. And this is the part where I would like you to be able to, to speak directly to our listenership. And what, what is the best way for public procurement officials to educate you on the procurement process? And that's including changes and, and updates. So this, that question is, it's an interesting one to me because I, I think that there could be lots of different ways. And part of it is, is that, you know, when I'm really busy, extra emails, you know, sometimes clog my inbox. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And so, um, but I think that, but then also if I get an email from a state contract rep in a state where we have a contract and and it comes from that rep that we know, um, if it says, you know, changes in, procurement updates or things like that, then I will take a note and I will read those type of things. And so I think it is important for, you know, changes to be communicated. And it maybe if it's communicated through commonly communicate, common communication channels, then I tend to look at it. Whereas if it's coming under a different head or something like that, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously these NASPO conferences are a great way to do that as well, but obviously that is a general thing and it's not specific to certain states. So, you know, obviously the certain states, um, and that's where I, I like going to like the vendor expos and sometimes if they can provide more information when they're holding vendor expos within their state, if they could, you know, provide information, that way as well if you know for those that are attending those expos so and this is kind of redundant but roll with me Mm -hmm. on this um so what's something that you what's maybe a suggestion or something that you would say to you know one of our primary members a a chief procurement officer to, to help you help you help them if they hmm so um Okay, I tend to, you know, I tend to work with the IT procurement right. officials. Yes. And so if there are needs that come up within that category, then it would be helpful for them to reach out to us and say, "Hey, can you guys, you know, is this something that you guys do and you can help with?" I know that there's times where I have had agencies that said, "Oh, I didn't realize that this was available on your contract." And when I reach out to the state rep, they go, "Oh, well, yeah, they reached out to me, but I didn't realize it was like our contract is a little bit different because it's scope based." Yeah. And so, um, so I think part of it is is having the contract reps aware of what is being offered, you know, and being able to portray that message to the government agencies. And I will say that when we got our first contract, there were some states where immediately the agencies knew that we had a contract and what it included. And then there were other states where three years later, they still had no idea about Mm -hmm. our contract. So if I was... I. You know, as I've talked through this with you, I realize sure. that that's probably the thing that is the most helpful is is to perpetuate the information on contracts that are available and the type of items that are available through the contract, contract th- to the state agencies. Because, again, here we are probably, you know, I, I mean, we're 10 years later and we still have some agencies up certain points where we meet them at an expo and they're like, oh, we had no idea this was available on state contract. 
you know, that's interesting. How, why is that? You know, yeah. why is that not being perpetuated through the states? And so that's probably the number one thing I'd suggest. Why is that? Indeed, that is no. It's an interesting thought, and it's a it's a question that needs to be asked. So, and I'm 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 glad that the flow and the conversations be of a podcast. So I'm glad that that helped. We arrived at it. Great, excellent. Um, so it's 2023 exchange. Jen, what are you what do you got going on? What are you hoping to walk away with from this conference? Um, I'd like to have conversations with some of the states maybe that we haven't been involved with in the past. Okay. And then I again touching base with those contract reps that um that we currently work with and finding out what we can do better or, you know, that type of thing. But um but developing relationships with some of the the states that we don't have a relationship with would be, you know, a good thing for us. Absolutely. So, yeah. Jennifer King for Discount Sell. It has been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by today, Pulse Takers. If you enjoyed this episode, we have many, many more resources just like it on our website. That's naspo.org. Again, make sure you leave us a like, a follow, a comment, whatever it is you do. I'm Kevin Miner. Until next time. Oh,